All right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. This is your host, Tommy Tahoe Alemo, episode 224. Uh, excited, happy Monday. Welcome back to the show. This is where we help young sellers to get after it, sell more, make more money, be more fulfilled, find the next job, get promoted, whatever it is that you're trying to do. Uh, this is the place to come to learn uh, and to grow together. So um, really excited about today's episode. Before I get to my guest, which is Stefan Tom, he's an AE at Product Plan. Going to give a quick uh, one minute shout out here to our sponsors. Um, and then unlike a lot of other podcasts, we're not going to cut you off halfway through. Once we give the floor to our sponsors, then it's straight content for the rest of the way through. So uh, first up, Gong IO. Uh, I love Gong so much that I went to work there. Uh, it's the number one revenue intelligence platform. Uh, it is running and it is changing businesses and the day-to-day lives of CROs, VPs of sales, sales managers, customer success leaders, uh, business development leaders across the world. Um, and the way to learn more is to go to gong.io. You could also just DM me on LinkedIn. I'm Tom Alemo. I work there and I'll be able to point you in the right direction uh, and connect you with someone. If you're either a customer and want to learn how to, you know, uh, get into your pipeline more or learn more about your market or take advantage of some of these other uh, things that we can do, or if you're just, you know, browsing around, don't have anything in revenue intelligence, want to learn more, I can hook you up. So uh, check out gong.io or uh, add me on LinkedIn. The other sponsor to our podcast is postal.io. So in a world where we're automating everything and, you know, trying to send out messages at scale, uh, Postal takes the opposite track where uh, they try to customize the gifts that you send to customers and prospects and partners, whether it be from the brewery across town or the florist right on your uh, local street corner. Uh, one thing that I use Postal for is uh, sending thank you notes. I have terrible handwriting and I can type it out. It looks like handwritten a handwritten note that gets delivered. I do it to podcast guests. I do it to customers. Um, so there's your little hack. Uh, check out postal.io and anyone that goes to Apple Podcasts and leaves a five-star review for the show um, and then DMs that to me, Postal will give them a free Starbucks gift card, which is super cool. You can get your Americano, your cappuccino, your cinnamon scone, whatever it is that you're into. Uh, so check them out. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's what helps this show to grow. And hey, you'll get a free coffee out of it. So with that said, uh, I've got Steph and Tom an AE at Product Plan just got promoted. Uh, it was great to chat with him. Uh, really excited to share this interview with you all, uh, really around the focus of why every sales call is actually a customer success call. Uh, so without further ado, let's just get straight into our conversation. Let's go. All right, Stefan, Tom, good evening. How you doing? Welcome to Millennial Sales. Thanks for having me, Tom. Happy to be here. We were just uh, rapping a little bit about positivity. Not enough in the world of it today. No, there certainly is not. And uh, I encourage all the listeners tonight, today, this morning, wherever you are, take that, take that message of positivity and pay someone a compliment. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that maybe that could be the maybe that could be the homework assignment. Honestly, you. Compliments don't happen nearly enough. I still remember I was out to dinner or I, no, I was out to brunch with uh, my, my fiance. This is like two years ago. And this one guy just walked up and was just like, you guys are a beautiful couple. And that's the <laughs> only time that's ever happened. 
And I still think about that like once a week. I'm like, man, this feels good to get a compliment. So you know what? Go go find someone that's eating outside and go give them a compliment if you're listening to this. How about that? Tom's still talking about it after all these years, too. That is, <laughs> that is, that is nice. That's a really cool thing that that person said. I know. That's that, It felt good. It felt good. Well, uh, I'm excited to have you on the show. Um, you know, you were tagged uh, from, from a few folks as, you know, a great salesperson that uh, we wanted to get in and, and talk to. So I'd love to hear first because you don't have that typical, uh, from what I see on LinkedIn, like graduate college, get straight into like SDR program. So like, how did you find your way into sales? I'm curious. Yeah. So, um, very secure. Yeah. Very, very, uh, not direct, uh, to put it sort of succinctly. I got into sales, uh, kind of by accident. I had a background in doing a variety of different jobs, uh, down in Los Angeles. I started out in, you know, film production. I also worked for a number of different tech startups down there doing a variety of different things, anything, anything between data entry to oper- uh, e-commerce operations to, uh, app testing. And, um, you know, the funny thing is I, my entire life, I had been told by my dad, um, you know, Stefan, you'd be a really good salesperson. I mean, and th- this was like decades of him reiterating this story to me. And it was one of those things that I just, um, I kind of, I disregarded. I didn't, I didn't think it was for me. I didn't think uh, I was going to be, that was going to be my destiny. And, um, I happened to move back to San Luis Obispo and, uh, fell into work uh, as an SDR you know, as an older person. And, and I, uh, of course, my dad was right. I was, I turned out to have a, a bit of a knack for it. And so very grateful for that opportunity at MindBody um, to, to start my sales career. And that's sort of where things kicked off for me. Uh, but sort of very circular, very, very roundabout. Yeah, the, and we've had some, some past guests that came through the MindBody camp as well. Um, I'm curious, coming in as an SDR, you know, a little bit later in life, you've already worked several jobs. Did you think, do you think that that made the job easier or harder because you already have kind of, you know, a few years of work experience or used to the, the mm. grind and, and SDR is its own type of grind. I'm curious if you thought that was an advantage or a disadvantage. I, this is, this is a great, great question. I love this question. Um, I, so for me, it was, it, it was, it was what, what needed, it was the perfect thing. It was what the destiny, the cards were written, everything that I had done prior to being an SDR all meshed perfectly with what I needed, who I needed to be as an SDR to be successful. So for me, I would say absolutely the job was made easier because of my previous experience. That, that is not to say that being an SDR, that I still I feel strongly that the one of the two core things that made me a great SDR outside of all of my work experience were just grit and just curiosity. And that would yeah. those are the, those were the two things that I think I just wanted it. I just really I just really really wanted it, and it was just one of those things that I just. 
I worked really hard for it and yeah, it paid off. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to have a level of that uh, as an SDR. There's, there's skills that you can learn, obviously, to send a better email, make better call, get more organized, time management. But at some point in any sales role, you, just have, you do have to just want it. You do have to find a way to get the job done and to get to the next level. And I think you have to have that as an SDR. Um, you know, one thing that you mentioned, you know, before we were recording here um, was, and this maybe ties into the curiosity is like, you know, every sales call is a CS call was something that you said. And I wanted to save the unpacking of that for this podcast. So I'd love to hear you expound on that a little bit. Yeah. So I, well, two things. One, I, I sucked at being an SDR when I first started. I mean, I just, I was horrible. I couldn't leave a voicemail. I couldn't figure out how to operate anything. And I just, this is tying back to, you know, wanting it. I just, I just identified that there was, that the people that were doing really well were, were the people that were really good on the phones. And so I just made a commitment to myself. I said, I'm just going to get good at being, being really good at the phones. And I started out small. I started off with getting good at leaving voicemails and feeling good about that. Um, you know, and then just kept gradually adding things onto there until I had a full set of skills, uh, for making those, those outbound calls. And one of the, one of the, the theories that I came up with as my own mantra, as a part of that whole process, um, was, you know, that you, as a salesperson, your call particularly when you are working in a vertical or within a software or, or, or any type of product where you will be most likely coming into competitors, it, the, the call has to be a customer success or a customer support call first. And if you look at it like that, um, it takes a lot of, the, for me at least, it took a lot of the pressure off of performing as a salesperson. So it's a, it's a CS call first, and then maybe a sales call. So it's for me, it was about understanding what their current situation was. Maybe that person wasn't going to be what, you know, the person that I was able to set a meeting with, but that person was going to give me information that I was going to then be able to use in other phone calls and other connections and other interactions, which was going to benefit me and the organization. So that was that's really where it all comes from, is this sort of process of defining myself and creating a method to my madness uh, and really just keeping what was going on with the customer first. Well, that's, it's counterintuitive because a lot of things that you're taught is like, you know, you're going for the, you're going for the top dog, you're going for the CIO or the CMO or whoever you're selling to. And you're trying to, you know, get them to get on a call, you know, with you and, and, and book a mm -hmm. meeting you know, in the first one to two minutes of you just calling them out of the blue. And yours is a little bit different than that. It's more of like a jujitsu approach, right? You're trying to get all that information. So like, what is that? What is the beginning of that call look like if it's not, you know, hey, you know, this is this is Stefan uh, from XYZ, you know, and tell me about your whatever that you're that, you know, whatever product, like, how does the opening change if it's more of a customer su success, customer yeah. support? Uh, as maybe more finesse. Right, right. Um, and this is this is a great clarifying question. So, and this maybe won't work for everybody, but 
you know, I was working in an industry where this was really successful, you know, where, where we were working with, um, you know, these were like gyms and barbershops and, and, and things like that. This, I think if I had to guess, this process would probably work very well with like restaurants, anyone that was working within, you know, those sort of service, uh, service industries. Um, so the CS aspect of it for me was, um, first just to learn what their competitor was. If I knew who, what, which competitor one of my prospects was using, I would then start trying to figure out what was wrong with that competitor typically. Yeah. And this is all the process of, 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 you know, experimentation and learning and, and accessing our CRM and talking to people at the company and, and just trying to sponge up as much information as I could about these competitors. And what I wound up being able to do was, you know, uh, you'd, you'd pick up the phone for someone that was working in like in a restaurant, you know, a software, you might, you might understand that one, you might know that you win against a, a specific competitor for a couple of specific reasons. Uh, you'd pick up the, you'd pick up the phone and you'd, you'd call so-and-so, you know, Hey, gatekeeper picks up. This is so-and-so's restaurant. Hi, I'd like to speak to, you know, the manager about your software, about whatever software that you're using. So manager gets on the phone. Um, yeah, hi. I'm I'm my name's Stefan. I'm I'm calling from uh, a competitor software. Uh, I understand this is right in the middle of your workday, and it's probably not a very convenient time for us to chat. But I've been talking to a lot of people who use your software, and there's a couple of ways that our our software. There's a couple of problems that I typically hear that our software can solve. And if you have a few minutes, I'd love to chat with you right now. And if it's if it's not a good time, then I can I can call back at a better time would be basically how I would set up that call. Um, the key aspects are just knowing, where, knowing, being able to guess problems that they might be having. Um, that's all about being educated, right? Like you need, to, you need to know what those are from your, your competitors. You need to know what those are for the people that you're calling. It's not just calling down a list and you know, hoping that your, your, you know, script is going to work on the right person. It's like, you've got to really do the research to know that so you can have that conversation. Oh yeah. I, I, I would say that's 1000% true. I, I, I was never successful or comfortable, uh, you know, doing the, the mass amounts of dials with very little research and, and understanding that, like you said, understanding the persona, understanding the competitors, understanding the industry. Um, yeah. And then just developing when they say, okay, well, tell me a little bit more. Then just developing some compelling things to say. You know, yeah. hey, I heard I heard that there you're having problems with gift cards. Oh yeah, we are having problems with gift cards. Uh, I heard that you're having problems with you know appointments. These are things that business people in those service industries are constantly thinking about. How can we make more money? How much money are you losing with this with with this current process? Quantifying it and then saying, yeah. hey, does it make sense for us to talk more? Yeah. You just told me that you you're missing out on X amount of money. You know. Our software costs X. Our, our software costs X amount. You know, does it make sense for us to set up a call? But I, I again, I don't know. This this was something that worked for me extremely well. Um, yeah, uh, I'm curious. Another thing that you mentioned, uh, kind of teeing up this conversation, was around tonality. Is this in the same 
vein that you're talking about here where you kind of have this more of a finesse approach than maybe the everyday SDR that's coming in hot. Uh, I feel like either coming in really hot or really nervous um, and that this approach of, oh, you kind of flip the equation in your head, maybe makes you a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more curious. Like, is, is that what you meant by tonality or, or am I off base? No, you're, you're totally, you're totally on base. I, 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 I call it listening with the whole ear. Mm-hmm. You got to listen with the whole ear. There are people are saying things to you. And then they're also, and this is, everyone talks about this, and this is not something that unique to, to my perspective, but it's really just about picking up the phone and in your intro, leveraging pauses to figure out what, what, what headspace the prospect is in. So I would pick, you know, my, my whole thing is, you know, hi, yes, Tom pause. Yes, this is Tom. That response can tell you a lot about what's about potentially what's going on with this customer or potentially what they're, you know, how this conversation is going to go. Mm. You know, hey, yes, this is Tom. Or yeah, th- this is Tom. Are two different Toms. One is going to be, <laughs> oh boy, this is going to be a tough, this is going to be a slog. And the other one's going to be, a, oh, this is going to be a delightful conversation. And so using using that to potentially gauge your expectations, understand, you know, and just be also very conscious of that tone throughout the rest of the conversation. It can communicate a lot of what's going on with a person more so than actually with the words that they're using. And I love that idea. I haven't heard anyone really kind of explain it like that. So in that example, I mean, it's, everyone's hoping that it's, it's the one, Hey, I'm Tom. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, so in the, in the instance where it's now, it's like, yeah, like, you know, it's a one word answer type of person. Like I imagine you, you probably get straight to the point and, and uh, you know, don't beat around the bush. Exactly. And again, it's about, you know, it's, it's about setting expectations for yourself. Okay. Well, if this conversation goes well, it will be great, but I'm going to set my expectations a little bit lower on this. This is not going to be, this is going to be a tougher conversation than a, than a, than a uh, positive sounding or, or excited sounding person um let's see here there's one other thing i wanted to say about that um yeah the the it's not it doesn't it, the it, it serves as a point of reference for you too you know i've, I've heard you say in this podcast before oh you didn't you didn't sound very confident about that or oh is this you know <laughs> tell me a little bit you know sometimes those those pauses or the, that tone can lead into a, a another line of questioning that can open something up. Yeah, totally. And and you got the nod, you got the promotion uh, at the end. I don't know if it was the end of last year or the beginning of this year uh, or, or, you know, right in between, but first of all, congrats. And, and second of all, um, I'd be remiss not to ask how it's going, how the transition's been. Yeah. So um, just tremendously grateful to be employed and to be um, yeah, ha- you know, experiencing some success product plan has been, um, uh, is a terrific organization and I, I am, um, I'm really blessed to be working here. Uh, a, the transition between an SDR to AE, uh, is there's a, there's a lot of differences there. Um, for any SDRs that are looking to become AEs, I would recommend, uh, letting your manager, or the uh, hiring organizations 
that are operating at your, 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 your business, let them know early and often that that's what your goal is. Communicate that. Um, make sure that your, your interests are known. The transition's been interesting. It's, it, ha it has a lot of this. I really value my experience as an SDR. Uh, a closing role is a, is a different beast. Um, and it, I have been experiencing success uh, in this role, and I'm, I'm really blessed for that. Yeah, I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to hear it. Um, well, before we wrap up, I always like to ask folks about, uh, I'm a big learner. Like, I love podcasts. I love books. Like, I'm curious like, if there's anything that, uh, in any form of learning, whether it is a book or a podcast or someone you follow or anything like that, that um, you, you find yourself coming back to that's been helpful. Um, it could be sales related or completely you know, unrelated if, if that's where you want to go with it. But I'm always curious. What do you got yeah. for me? Yeah, so um, I, I really, uh, our VP of sales, Jeff Horn, recommended that I read uh, or that our entire team read The Happiness Advantage. Awesome book. Really, really great. One of the very, very highly recommended. And it really changed my perspective on a lot of things. So I, that would be one thing I, I would recommend. I am saving... Uh, a lot of Jason Bays from Blissful Prospecting, um, I save a lot of his videos. I find those to be super uh, informative and interesting. And then um, I just, I, I also bought uh, Kevin Dorsey's uh, B2B sales module from Udemy. And I just started that and it was really, it's been really great as well. Uh, it great is for, a legend. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's been super beneficial for me and I really appreciate it. And also it was, it was a great sale as well. So. Oh, just, oh, in terms of like a discount, you mean? Yeah, it was, it was, it was on, it was on, uh, it was on, um, Udemy does a sale like once a year, I think, or for a brief period of time every year where a lot of those modules are, are steeply discounted. And it was, it was, it's been a delight to use it. That's awesome. Yeah. Th those are three great ones. I, um, I have not leveraged any of them. I mean, I've, I've talked to KD before, but, haven't bought the course, uh, haven't checked out uh, too much at Jason Bay and, and don't know about the book. So for me, this is a gold mine. I appreciate that. Mm, absolutely. Um, what about, what about before, you? Do, you? do you have any recommendations? Sorry. <laughs> I'm chock full of them, man. Um, what do you, where do we want to go with that? I mean, <laughs> for, what's, for what's, a, what's something that you read or what's something that you learned? What's a resource that you accessed recently? That way that you were that you were really impressed by a resource that I accessed recently that's a good question that's a good question um, okay so I would say I mean I got uh, right here I mean I don't know if you're looking for a book but right here on the desk you read this oh no I actually I have that book and I haven't read it yet that's some, this is some old school shit this is like uh, if people know, uh, I mean, Ogmandino is like the Napoleon Hill, Dale Carnegie. It's kind of like the alchemist for sales. If, uh, if, if people that are listening have read that book, that's how I describe it. It's, it's old school, but it's just got these 10 principles that uh, the, the author wants you to read and kind of like digest and read over and over and over again. And mm. um, so that's what I've been doing this year. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm at Gong, I had a new company. I'm like, I'm going to go back to the fundamentals, pick up this book and, uh, and get into it. So it's not like the sexiest pick, but Ogmandino, man, you can't go wrong. <laughs> All right. I'll have to write that. I'm writing that down now as well. 
hey, I'm glad we could help each other out. Absolutely, always. Um, well, as, as we're wrapping up here, I, I appreciate your, your time, appreciate your advice here. First, if there's anything that, that you wanted to mention that you hadn't mentioned yet, feel free to, uh, to drop it on us. And then otherwise, if people want to connect with you, uh, what's the best place to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I would just say keep pushing. Mm. It's, 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 a, um, it's really hard, but you, you're just a few dials away from, from the next great thing. So just, just keep pushing um, would, be my, would be my message. Uh, I, you can reach me on LinkedIn, uh, Steph and Tom. Um, and uh, you can also, you know, if you want to email me direct, uh, my just my Gmail is stephantom87 at gmail.com. You feel free to email me there. Boom. Awesome, man. Well, uh, Stefan, appreciate your time, man. Uh, this was great. And uh, everyone else will be back uh, with another episode soon. But otherwise, hit Stefan up on LinkedIn. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking out that podcast while you're walking the dog, while you're cooking up your stir fry, while you're at the gym, whatever you're doing. Um, two things. Number one. Uh, please head over to uh, Apple and give this show a five-star review. Uh, send that to me on LinkedIn and I'll give you a, a free Starbucks gift card. Would really appreciate it. That's what helps this show to grow. Should only take you a minute. And second, one more shout out to our sponsors, Gong and Postal. Please give those folks a shout out. Hit them up on LinkedIn. Check out their websites. Uh, they can do wonders for your business. That's all I got for you today. Peace. <laughs>